Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. We are so excited to be able to do something that we've never done before, and that is going to be to offer a replay of episodes. One of the most impactful episodes that we've shared wasn't actually an episode at all, but an entire (laughs) series. So over the next few weeks, we're pumped to reshare our summer series on design thinking. And if you aren't familiar with design thinking, it's basically the summation of the process that takes you from brain dumping ideas to selling the final offers you've created. It's a powerful roadmap that will help you start 2024 with best practices in place and the most creativity you haven't even tapped into yet. We hope you love this series as much as we did, and we can't wait to return in January with fresh episodes every Wednesday. Welcome back to another fun summer episode of the Business Review <laughs> Podcast. We are so excited to have you join us today. And guess what? Melissa and I are actually together in North Carolina. We are not in our closets today recording. We're actually sitting on Corey's bed <laughs> looking at a stack of books with a microphone on top. Yay! <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, there, where there's a will, there's a way. We want to be the encouragement to you that um, if you have an idea, you can make it work, even from your closet <laughs> or sitting on your bed. That's right. Um, but we want to dive into this week's podcast episode. Remember, this is our summer learning series. We are going fast and quick, and these are short episodes. Um, but we've been talking all about design thinking. Design thinking is a framework that has been used in the world of education for decades to help students learn how to solve problems. And now, as we've been talking about and sharing with you the last couple of weeks, is being utilized like crazy in the world of business um, for small businesses and corporations because they are realizing that this framework is very helpful. So today we're going to walk through another impactful way um, for you as a business owner to look at the community that you serve through your business through your business, through a new lens, basically. Um, It helps you look at the problems that your business solves for people. We all spend money to solve a problem. So think about the ways that you spend money. It's always to solve a problem. Always. Um, So last week we learned about how to create a prototype offer um, based on what you've heard people need or want from you. And through coming up with lots of ideas that you brainstorm, now we're going to test it out. So let's get a beta offer or a soft launch going. I think those are the words that we're most familiar with. We're going to do like a beta launch, a soft launch. So beta pricing. Did you ever hear people and they're like, it's beta pricing. And you may not know what that, what that initially is, but basically it means they are trying it out and they're going to charge you less because they're, they're doing exactly that. They're just trying it out. Introductory rate is That's another right. thing that Look, we I hear love often. That. I love yes. a good intro rate. Sign me up for that. I love it. So we wanted to dive into the, the kind of the why behind creating the prototypes and setting up for soft launches or beta offers. Because we know that um, one, like if you've been listening for the last four episodes, uh, it can it can seem a little bit like difficult to figure out how to use this whole framework and process because uh, it seems like, okay, wow, this is like, you're using words like ideate. I didn't know what that word was until we started digging <laughs> through through this whole framework. Like, but you really do. It's just uh, yeah. A it's, word. It is, you're already doing probably so many of these things mm-hmm. as you're trying to grow your business. Um, but we want to tell you like reasons why. We have three reasons why we think it's really important that you beta test, you beta launch, you soft launch a product or something, a service before you actually put it out in the world. Um, because, and, and this is kind of something we'll mention later, 
is that so many people will try to, uh, they see a problem and they immediately go straight to solution, right? That's what we talk about. And you'll hear us say that again in this episode and the next. Um, But what you miss out in the process is actually seeing where instead of just having a couple of sales, you could have a lot of sales if you have tested it out, worked out any kinks that may be there and, and, and go through the whole process. And so we're going to give you three reasons that you should be doing a beta test or a soft launch um, and putting those those prototypes out before you do like a full on, this is my offer and this is what the launch is. Okay. So the first one is to test out your idea on actual people. You want to see people using it, your product or your service. You want to see them working through it and getting results from it. If it's a product, then you want to see how people use it and how it works for them. That's going to give you uh, really just like a bird's eye view of what the whole process looks like from start to finish. Right. And so the second reason why you want to do this is because you want feedback and more importantly, testimonials from these actual people who are utilizing your service or your product. You need this feedback to tweak and refine what you've created or what you're wanting to put out into the world. And you want the testimonies to help you market when you do a full scale launch and marketing campaign. Right. Okay. Third reason. And by the way, that marketing and selling piece is going to come back next week when we talk about what to do with your actual product that you're putting out there or your actual offer that you're launching. Um, And it's like, if this part feels hard, (laughs) you just wait. No, I'm just kidding. But okay. So then the third reason, and this is more like about your mindset and utilizing the strategy you've put together is that it is helpful for you um, to like find your own confidence in helping you figure out how to pitch this offer when it's the real deal. It gives you practice in sharing who this is for and how it can help them and what it can do. And, um, and basically just give you the chance to build up your confidence so that you know that you know that you know that you know that it works. And you don't have to have any doubt when it comes to selling and pitching. We talk about sales so much when we're coaching through our mastermind or when we have been helping people set their pricing up, uh, pricing structures through our retreat. And um, the big thing that it boils down to is confidence. How confident are you in the product and service that you have? And we can tell you that like, you don't have to feel insecure about how you're serving or selling if you know that what you're producing and what you're giving them is dynamite. Like there's no reason for you to ever feel like you have to shy around what you're telling them the price is if you know that it's the goods. Right. So let's look at a quick case study of how this would practically look for a business. So for instance, we just came up with this idea. Take a car wash, for instance. So let's say that they want to test out a membership option for their customers. Maybe they offer a select group of customers or like through their email marketing, they allow 25 people to get in on their introductory rate or service. I know here locally, there was a new car wash in town and it was the the first day that they opened, you could get a membership at a very small amount of, of money. I need you to know, I apparently do not wash my car enough because I'm like, I, why would I ever need a membership? To, I probably need it, is so what I'm saying. And this, I think, probably why this came to, to mind for me was because that's even planted. He's like, with the girls home from college this summer, we're, I'm washing a lot of cars. Like, yeah. It would be smarter for me to go to the membership site, the membership piece yeah. of the car wash and do that. So, anyway, they, you know, introductory rate. So, however, the car wash owner would decide to come up with this test group, test dummies, if you will, of 25 people to kind of get in on this membership offer they're wanting to test out. They don't have to offer it publicly. They don't have to announce it publicly, just like a test group. So pause. 
y'all don't everything don't have to be on the social media i mean for real we we please know and there are things that you will never know that happen behind the wall of the business reboot (laughs) that we're just not talking about because it is not everybody's business so if you're testing something out do not feel like you have to expose all of those parts of your business on the internet. Okay, continue. So they are going to use these customers as a test case to train their employees on how this is gonna operate, maybe how to implement the membership card or the PIN numbers that they are gonna be able to type in for their computer software. Um, Also looking at how this will financially impact their business over the course of a few months. That is the whole point of creating the prototype testing it out and then getting those results and that that feedback. They also, you know, are going to ask for feedback and testimonials and and the owner then can tweak the program based on the sticking points that they ran across or things that worked great or maybe didn't work so well. And then it's ready for the public and a big launch and can be planned with lots of client testimonials for their marketing efforts. Um, And that is the thing that we see as a very big problem uh, with business owners is that they see a problem like Melissa said earlier and they do, they skip straight to creating the solution. And that would be like a car wash owner who you know, just starts right out of the gate or say, you know, this will be a really good idea. Let's do this. And then they realize six months in, they've lost a ton of revenue because they didn't structure it properly. Well, it's hard sometimes to reel it back in after you've already launched it and you realize, wait, this didn't, this didn't really work out number wise, or there are too many sticking points to make it worth my time for this to be a smart offer. And it's then hard to cancel something like, you know, a membership to their car wash. So this really gives a business owner a, an and the ability to test it out, to get feedback, and then to tweak it so that it is ready to publicly launch, um, kind of like with a bow. Right. And market and all the things that we're going to discuss next week. So, okay, this has been super short and super sweet. And I'm actually pretty comfortable sitting on this bed <laughs> recording this podcast episode. So if you've loved this quick episode, come back next week where we're going to be sharing more of this deep dive into design thinking for business and how it can help you create new offers, tweak maybe your existing offers and generate more revenue overall in your business. We're going to be scu- discussing what to do now that you've got this great offer next. By now, you've asked the questions through the lens of empathy. You've gathered feedback and experiences. You define the problem, which one you're going to solve, and you've ideated lots of ideas for ways that you can help solve those problems for your ideal customer. You've also built out now, after this week, you'll be done building out a prototype or testing an idea. And now it's time for you to be able to launch that idea. And we're going to show you exactly what to do with that next. This has been so fun. We will see you next week for another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. That was weird. I don't know why I said it like that, but here we go. Okay, this is the last episode of our summer series about using design thinking in your business. Um, We have said it a hundred times already, but this framework is a really impactful way for you as a business owner to look at the community that you're serving through your business uh, or with your business through a new lens. It's going to help you look at problems that your business solves for people And y'all, we all know that we spend money to solve our problems. So that's what we're going to be like wrapping up today with a big, beautiful bow. Um, So let's, let's do it, Corey. Let's get in here. Okay. So last week we uh, taught about how to test out a new offer. Maybe you created a beta offer or a soft launch like we talked about last week. Well, this week we're going to celebrate our new offer or maybe we're going to have to go back. 
we have all had to do this again. Because maybe there are some tweaks before you are, can finally like send it out into the world that need to be made based on the feedback that you've gotten um, from the offer that you kind of did a soft launch or test for. Right. Listen, we have said the word tweak so many times <laughs> while we've been prepping these episodes. I feel like we just have to mention Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. It's an offer. It, it's it's a situation that needs a little tweaking, tweaking, tweaking from You've Got Mail. It's my favorite. Right. Um, but here's the fun part. You've done all the work to create this offer or this product and get feedback on it. So now comes the fun but hard part of marketing and selling it. Good. Okay. But we just said in our last episode, and if you haven't listened, please go back because we personally feel like it was done all might. Um, but the selling doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to feel hard and heavy. Uh, I think so many times people will look at sales as though you're like, I'm about to bamboozle them into giving me some of their money for this thing. No, if you have tested it out, the reason that you do this yes. is you test it out so that you know that it works and then you know that it's awesome. And then that way you can confidently say, you want this? Here's how much it's going to cost you. And it doesn't have to become this, you know, thing where you're essentially like throwing a grenade and hoping that they toss some coins your way and like that it doesn't detonate. Like it, it can be really awesome. So yeah. Okay. So let's look at a quick case study. Okay. We have been thinking about different businesses that we um, serve and that or different ways that we could serve within our business. And uh, we just randomly picked and chose a couple in the last couple of weeks. So we did a car wash last, last week, we're going to talk about a restaurant today. Let's say that a restaurant is opened, or maybe they have uh, built a really good foundation in your town for serving breakfast only. And now they're deciding that they want to expand to lunch. So they do a soft launch for a new updated menu, um, just to see what people are going to say about uh, changing things up in their space, changing things up in the time that they're serving people. So they will bring people into their space, they're going to test out new dishes and get feedback like we talked about last week. And with that feedback, they might have some stellar dishes that are ready to go. And they might have a few people say, oh, this thing was too salty, or this was too sweet, or that one was way too spicy. So they're going to go back and ideate again and tweak the flavors and profiles just a little bit more before they're ready to actually put them on the menu. I think we've all um, been to a restaurant where they're like, you know, we've got a summer, you know, mm -hmm. cocktail menu or whatever. They're going to, they're testing out things to see what's going to stick. So if they had skipped that soft launch or tasting menu stage, then they could have put a failed menu out that's really going to damage their business. But instead, they have a perfected menu that is a brilliant offering of their talents and abilities that uh, have proven because people responded and gave them that feedback and ordered the same thing over and over and over again during the beta or during the soft launch. And so they know now that it's going to be successful. Right. And so when you get to that point in your business, no matter whether it's a service or an, a product or like we're talking about here with a, an, an additional menu offering at a restaurant, at this point, you may feel like, okay, like I did it. The work is over. But like Melissa and I know because we've done this, it feels like a thousand times. One thousand and one um, times. It's really just the beginning because this is the part that feels like that's the longest and may oftentimes be the most frustrating. But we are here to tell you that consistency and time and effective marketing will always bring results because you have this offer that is is tried and true. You've tested it. You've gotten feedback. You also have testimonials for either things that people liked or transformations that you've helped clients get, especially if you're offering a service. So that effective marketing does take a little time. It's not like you're going to put out an offer and then all of a sudden 
we pray this is going to happen. I mean, there we pray. Do you know how much we pray? We pray, we pray so much. Thousands <laughs> are going to come knocking on the door, but sometimes that just is not the case. And then you don't want to like pout your cereal about it. You may just have to give it a little time, a little consistency and keep going with your marketing efforts. Or here's the other thing. You may be going back to Ideate again because the feedback that you received, kind of like at the restaurant, maybe it wasn't as stellar as you were hoping for, or maybe you just need to tweak a few things and make some adjustments in order to do a full scale launch. Right. Okay. The hard part, not that the marketing and the selling selling isn't the hard part, but the hard part is that you have to face the realization that whatever you've created based on going through this framework, um, it might not be a viable product for everybody. They may not want it the way that you've put it out there. We love our businesses and we love what we create, but the pivotal realization, <laughs> the design thinking helps us remember is that it ain't about us. Okay, we are not building businesses to serve ourselves. Our businesses are built to serve other people. What we create, it's not its not for us. It's for other. I am not my ideal client. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, I really fully believe that how businesses fail is by only offering clients what like we want for them to have and not actually what they're asking for or what they need from us. And and here's the deal is I know that that phrase, like what, what are they asking for? What are they asking for? Can feel really hard because if nobody's asking for it, but you have it in your gut that you need to you know create it, um, we don't want that to stop you. But if you're going through the process of creating this product or, or offer and you're using this design thinking framework, um, you can pull something from nothing, but then test it out to see if it if it connects with your people. And and I will tell you, Corey and I in, like have so many offers up our sleeve that we have extensively built out that we saw the problem, we went straight for the solution. And you know what happened? They got shelved, not because they're not fantastic ideas. We think they are they brilliant. Are if anybody would like to buy them from us, we will sell them for a nominal fee. Um, but they are really good offers and they're going to be incredible when it's time to launch but it's not time yet. And so um, and, and we did, we could have pushed the gas on right. a few of these projects and be like, no, we want to put it out there. It's really great. But then we realized by keeping our finger on the pulse of the market and our community and what they're asking for and what we are watching economically happen. Economically. The, I mean, truly in the marketplace, what we're watching with the R word recession, mm -hmm. all of these things that we're seeing, we had to make some very hard decisions to be like, you know what? This is an amazing offer. It's, it's not going anywhere. We're going to put it, like Melissa said, we're going to shelve it. We're going to put it on the shelf for a little bit. There will be a time and a place for it. We already have predicted when it's coming, but this is not the right time. So we are just pausing it and doing a little bit of a tweak and a pivot for a couple of areas with the business reboot. Um, in fact, we have recently witnessed with some very large brands, which we happen to be friends with the people who own these businesses behind the scenes and that, you know, they are in the middle of a rebrand or rebuilding their original offers because they too are savvy and smart business owners and they see the market shifts and we are, and, and they are really responding to what people want and need now, which is what Melissa and I are in the throes of doing too. Um, and, they're looking at what the market needs now and not what the market was asking for or needing or responding to three years ago. When they and, built right, their and, and business. Here's the yeah. thing, guys, especially if you're new in business, please know it moves at the, the speed of light. Like mm -hmm. it is rapidly evolving and changing and new things are constantly coming out. I mean, hello, AI. 
Right. The dawn of it is insane. And the things that are happening so quickly. And if anybody was around, raise your hand if you were as old as Melissa and I. And like the internet. We remember when it launched. Mm -hmm. I I do. And now we're walking around with literally a computer in our hands at all times that we literally take to go to the toilet. I mean, like (laughs) if you had ever told us that when we were in our early 20s, that that would be the case, we would have been like, I would have known because I am much younger than you. You can zip it. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that it moves very quickly. It does. So if you are spending a year building out an offer or a product or something, and by the time you get it finished, if you have not gone through these steps of this design thinking framework that we have been extensively and exhaustively talking to you about over this this course of our summer mini, mini series, it may be a non-offer by the time you're done with it, mm-hmm. if you haven't properly vetted it. Someone asked us about our very first offer that we launched as Business Reboot. They said, well, how did you how did you create all the email content? How did you create? Did y'all just use AI? And we were like, girl, it ain't existed when we started this two years ago. Like that, that is how quickly things move. And we will tell you, like if you listen back several episodes where we were talking about adding an education component to your, your business, we said, you know, you want, you can start at a place of speaking to who you were and what you needed five years ago. Here's the caveat to that is like, Yes, we still fully, actually fully believe that, but you also have to say, is it still relevant to how the market is moving? And sometimes it is. If it is a, if it's more of a mindset and internal like structure, like, yes, that's always going to be relevant. There are some things that just don't change. We can try to reinvent them. Yeah, the human experience doesn't change, but the market does. And so, you know, if somebody came and they were trying to pitch us, you know, new like uh, electronic skins for iPods would be like the who what 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 <laughs> ma'am go go, go, go on back because we haven't used that since about 2014 right. <laughs> you know so uh, you just have to be able to move with the market so we know that we've spent the last six weeks showing you how to utilize design thinking in your business and the process can feel very overwhelming if you've never done it before you might want to go back like Side note, you might want to go back and listen to these episodes again and again, because it will really help you to kind of sink, sink, help it to sink in and then for you to practically apply it to your business. Um, But the reality is you are probably already using this framework more than you even know. If you own a business, you're in the industry of serving people. The end. Amen. Period. Period. This entire process puts people at the center of what you do. And if you can master that framework, it will allow you to create offers that work time and time again, no matter what the market, how it shifts and pivots, because you are always going to be creating through the lens of empathy and through what people are asking for. Awesome. We will be back next week with another full episode. This ends our mini series, but a full episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. And we cannot wait to... I won't see you. We won't, we will, you will hear us. We're just bring coffee. That's what we're saying. Amen.